Hey, it's Andy cutting in at the beginning of this week's episode. I didn't have a chance to put together the most recent episode of Tyler. We've still got a couple in the can that we need to do some editing on, but this weekend was kind of crazy. So instead, I'm going to give you a little piece of content from our Patreon. It is a tuning in bonus episode. For those of you who don't know or haven't listened to our episodes that we've released of tuning in on the main feed in the past, this is a Patreon series where Matt, Bill, and myself watch the first episode or first couple episodes of an anime, and we give our first impressions. And you can actually find our first four episodes on our main feed, where we reviewed My Hero Academia, Black Butler, After School Dice Club, which is one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> not ironically, either. Attack on Titan. And then this episode you're going to listen to, which is Natsume's Book of Friends. This was a Matt pick. And it was a really interesting one. And now that I think about it, I never went back to watch it. And I probably should do that at some point. Maybe when I finish putting this episode out, I'll go watch another episode of this. Really fascinating anime. If you want to listen to some of our other bonus content, especially in the Tuning In series, and listen to our reviews of Sergeant Frog, Food Wars, Monster, Kuma 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 Bear, Gundam Battle breaker battle log <laughs> and our brand new one which is episode 11 which is black clover you can go ahead and head to patreon.com slash tuning japanese to get the rest of that content and we're going to be recording more of these things as time goes on as well before we get to the episode i want to mention one more thing i'm going to be guest hosting tonight when this comes out on the let's talk nerdy podcast Adam and Dave have invited me on to talk about anime. If you're not familiar with their show, they talk about mostly video games and other nerdy stuff, but mostly video games. They're a fantastic podcast. You can find them anywhere you'd normally find a podcast, but they also do all their stuff as videos on YouTube. So if you want to see this pretty face alongside of both Adam and Dave for the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast, check that out. That should be dropping on Friday, February 9th. And uh, I think we're going to be talking about anime. They've got a lot of questions about anime that I'm going to try my best to, to answer for them. Uh, and then we might talk some Pokemon as well, which I'm really excited about. Any chance, as you know, if I can get to talk Pokemon, I will talk Pokemon. So that's coming up soon. Uh, we will let you know on our social media pages when that episode comes out so you can go watch that. Without further ado, enjoy our review of Natsume's Book of Friends. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, your anime frequency. It's the show where three dudes talk about anime. I'm Matthew. I'm Andy. And I'm Bill. And we're here with another episode of Tuning In. Tuning In, yes. Oh boy, Tuning In. Yes. <laughs> uh, last time around, it was a lovely excursion into the world of 
board games and pantyless children. Um, I, I I have to say, uh, here's my Kona Shane moment. I did finish that anime. Uh huh. There's a German character randomly, and Uh-oh. yeah, she's uh, a. She's like she comes from the land of board games. Okay, okay. Uh, she has a very overdone accent. Um, oh, okay. She be- she belongs she belongs in Black Butler, ah. and <laughs> uh, it has it has kind of a sweet ending. It's it's a little bit weird. Like I don't think anyway. There was some drama with the ending that I don't think needed to be there at all and didn't make sense. But it was okay. It was an okay show. I finished it. Uh, all right. All right. Dice Club. I'll take your word for it. I mean. You two should definitely not watch it, but like it was fine. No, <laughs> I might still actually. But this is episode five. We've done the Attack on Titan, and now it's time for something else interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. It's... Matt, you want to? Yes, yes, I want to. Okay, <laughs> with both of you. It's yes. Natsumi's <laughs> Book of Friends. Oh. Bill's eyebrow just went up so much. <laughs> yes, Natsume's Book of Friends. So, before going into this at all, I did not think this anime would be what this is. Oh, yeah? I thought it was going to be like some sort of friendship, like <laughs> like magical girl something or other thing. I, don't, like, I wasn't sure. Like was after going. school dice club without the dice. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, good. I was surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're going to get a lot of information about uh, Japanese uh, myth that you wouldn't have had before, I bet. Yeah. All right, so shall we just get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about episode one of Natsume's Book of Friends. Book of Friends. Yes. Uh, The episode opens with somebody looking for her. This confused the shit out of me. Yeah, I yeah. was very confused. It's it's an in media res opening, which means we start with the story already going. Anyway, someone's looking for her, and something is chasing someone. We don't know who at this very moment. Nope. Then it's revealed to be a young boy named Natsume. This is where I was confused. I was too. <laughs> I was like, is this a transgender story that we're getting here or is this like it's just an anime so it's entirely possible that it it just it could just be anything like it could just it, that's a uh, a female character and no for sure yeah absolutely <laughs> well this new boy this boy natsumi suddenly pops out of the woods in front of two of his classmates yeah they're just kind of like what's your deal <laughs> <laughs> dude why are you your, so weird what's your deal dude dude yeah dude dude your deal dude dude, dude. <laughs> Uh, Natsume asks him if there's a shrine nearby. There is. They point him towards it. He runs off. Uh, they talk uh, for a moment about how weird he is, I think. Yeah, they definitely are like, that kid's so weird. Like, he doesn't he doesn't act like a normal teenage boy. Yeah. Uh, there's a gust, of, a gust of wind that blows past, and they're like, the boys are like, what was that? Huh? And then suddenly we see what's been following Natsume. It's a one-eyed yokai. Yeah! We get the yokai action here, right? Say yep. what? A one-eyed, one-horned, purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, this thing was creepy. I like the design on this uh, this particular. Uh, for those that maybe Matt, for those that don't know what a yokai is or never played Yokai Watch on the 3DS, um, <laughs> what uh, what what is a yokai? A 
Yokai is a Japanese supernatural entity or spirit. The word yokai is composed of the kanji for attractive and calamity and apparition, mystery and what? suspicious. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's a lot there to unpack. There is. <laughs> I, I I was just going to say ghost monsters. Yeah. Yes. Attractive uh, was a strange addition. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you can also refer to them as Ayakashi or Mononoke, which I'm sure some people have probably seen animes with those in the title. Yes. Princess Mononoke being one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This particular yokai is chasing Natsume for some reason. Uh, we learned that Natsume has been seeing strange things since he was a child. Pretty typical for this sort of show. And runs to a shrine for to, for help or for relief. Yep. yep. I was I was really, really, really hoping we'd see uh, Ray Hino's grandfather at the shrine, but we did not get that. We did not get Sailor Mars's pervy grandpa. I think we don't need that, no. <laughs> it would have changed the tone of this slightly. Uh-huh. Slightly. All right, before Natsume can get to the shrine, he's pinned against a tree by the yokai, who calls him Reiko. That is definitely not his name. Yes, I was... Still further confused. Yeah, I was very confused as, at this point still. Uh, you, uh, Natsume is also confused, as you can tell. Uh, but for some reason, this one-eyed monster has him pinned against a tree. It calls him Reiko, and it says that it and it wants it. There's too many its. Sorry, Knights yeah. of Knee. <laughs> but the yokai wants it returned. And another yokai arrives and says that the first yokai should tear out Natsume's tongue so she can't say the yokai's name see when i when they when they said that initially i thought that this guy was showing up talking about the other yokai yeah i did ah. too i thought i thought it was talking was, to dude yeah like oh I'll, I'll help you by tearing out this one's tongue and it's like nope maybe not i don't know very strange very strange <laughs> it'll all be explained in a bit so. oh it will be natsume as one is uh want to do kicks this cyclops square in the eye <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, that's, that's a good strategy. Kick him in the eyeball. Got literally Giant one weakness. unblinking eye. Yeah, one, blink, one unblinking eye. Why, might as well. Do they have yokai visine? I don't know. Maybe. Just, Possibly. just Odysseus, that bitch. <laughs> yes. Good reference. <laughs> but Natsume uses this opportunity to finally make it to the shrine and safety where he proceeds to have some flashbacks to his childhood, where he sees yokai every which where, but his parents do not. <laughs> I love this scene, because he's like, hey, there's someone watching me right now. And the parents are like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. We're going to have to make some phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call? Adderall. Someone else. Adderall. Adderall. Adderall busters. Woo. <laughs> Uh, Natsume, being a clumsy young fellow, trips and breaks a rope barrier. Jesus Christ. Which, <laughs> which causes him to unseal a yokai cat from a little shrine nearby. They yeah, probably he... should have sealed that up a little better. They probably should have. That was, I think, a well-played moment where it's like, you have freed me from my prison <laughs> Exactly. And, and then like, my it's... fucking cat, Puck, comes out, like... Yeah, it's one of one of those cats that's like on the Chinese uh, restaurant counter. That like yeah. the, the, <laughs> the beckoning cat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. That's that's what this cat looks like. Natsume has a good laugh at its appearance. It's got like really cool like 
drawings or like sketchings or something under or around its eyes, though. Mm-hmm. That it's got like markings, tattoos. Yeah, yeah. It explodes out of the shrine, and we see those cute little markings. And uh, it also refers to Natsume as Reiko. Yes, and this is where we finally get an explanation because apparently yokai don't see gender. They're very woke. They are. Gender's not as big a thing for us. And they're like, like you do realize gender is a social construction, right? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to realize you had a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now we get another clue because he refers to Natsume as Natsume Reiko. And Re- Natsume Reiko turns out to be this Natsume's grandmother. Yes, now it starts to make sense. It's like, ah, yes, you just smelled the same because you're blood relative of, or something. I think they kind of look the same, too. I think that's kind of... My inti- my understanding was, like, that he kind of had a... Like a family resemblance? Looks just like her. Yeah, yeah. family resemblance. Yeah. That would be, and that's apparently enough for Yokai to get confused. Yokai are dumb. He could actually be exceptionally feminine. Oh yeah, that's for sure. If we watched, if we watched further, they could that could come up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He is definitely a bishonen. Yeah, yes. Throw, throw. If he had a sister, throw a wig on that boy, and he'd be his sister probably. But, <laughs> but apparently, that's an in-universe thing, in-universe thing, and not just a, not just an art style thing, but an actual literal in-universe yes, right. thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Natsume gets a little information about his grandmother, like how she lived a lonely life. Very sad. Very sad. I had questions about this, though. Yeah? It's like, how could she be that lonely? She had a family. (laughs) Like, she had kids. (laughs) I thought the same thing. I'm like, she met somebody. Yeah. I guess unless that's... That's got got left alone. Got it on with uh, Yokai. Must have, ha- oh, must have, all the good stuff must have happened after this, uh, yokai cat had been sealed away. Yeah, maybe. I guess. It could be. She sat in a wet spot. And that was the last time she took public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> he tells Natsume that his grandmother was making a yokai book of friends. Yes. Which sounds cute. Uh-huh. It does sound kind of cute. Like a, like a, like a, like a, a book of faces. Yeah. <laughs> Natsume thinks about it for a minute and and says, oh, yeah, my grandmother did have something like that. Let me go find that real quick. Oh, here is this ancient bound-together yeah. text of, like, weird-ass, like, yokai names. Yep. I always thought this was strange. <laughs> and the cat disappears, and Natsume well, heads home with thoughts, no doubt with thoughts of, those weird, that was a weird day for me, huh? <laughs> oh, better go, better go write about it. In my grandma's book oh, of friends. This is slightly weirder than normal. <laughs> he heads home, and we meet a new character. Her name is yes. Tokosan. Yes, and she's apparently his caretaker. Yeah, foster yeah. parent. Yep, and she and here we get Natsume, Natsume's first name, which is Takashi. Mm-hmm. His parents uh, died a while back, and he's living in his grandmother's old house. He's been there for a month. Yep, we get a uh, we get some a little bit of sad narration about you know how he's kind of essentially lost pretty much everything. Would that be a trip? The government's like, hey, uh, the old lady that used to live in her house, this house, uh, her grandkids an orphan. So do you mind? <laughs> it would make him feel really, really good if you just let him stay here. Yeah, uh-huh. the kid, he doesn't have a lot going on. So yeah, 
It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> so, Takashi, shall we refer to him as Takashi or Natsume at this point? Just don't call him Reiko. <laughs> right? I like uh, I like the, the, the surname. Natsume? Yeah. Well, that seems to be what most people call him. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll just go with it. Uh, Natsume heads up to the attic, I think, where he finds the Book of Friends. He does. And suddenly the Fire Nation, I mean, the uh, cat attacks. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well yeah, the, the cat turns into a dog and attacks him. Yeah, that was weird. Like uh, a wolf of some sort? Yeah, he's searching through uh, boxes and suddenly this black smoke and then the cat appears in the black smoke. And yeah, transmogrifies into something a little fierce, more fierce looking. I really like the cat character. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. He's interesting. Like, I don't know, like, there's something about him, like, he's, he's, he's comic relief, but he's also, uh, kind of sinister, kind of sinister, like, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, he's, he's definitely that type of character who will grow to actually care about Natsume, I'm sure, as time goes on. As, uh, Toko-san hears the noise and wonders, what was that? Natsume says, it's all right, nothing to worry about, everything's fine. What does she get on her hands and knees, like... I thought like she was gonna like she was gonna talk to that closet over there. I'm like, is he a Harry Potter? <laughs> is he living in like the closet under the stairs? <laughs> I think she just wants to get a an easier peek up the stairs to the top. If she's stand you know, if she's standing at if she's standing at her full height, she's probably got her view blocked up from the top of the stairs. So. I, I guess it was I don't strange. Know, maybe. It was really weird. Yeah, I've seen it in it was... I've seen it in anime before. I don't know. She's like, I'm gonna go out with, you know, shopping. I'm sure I'll <laughs> leave you here with these strange yokai, it'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Someone who is not fine, however, is this cat yokai who has, who apparently missed Natsume altogether and has gotten stuck in a wall. I uh, fucking yeah. love it. Just, here's a butthole. <laughs> yeah, he's like, let me out of here. I, I'm going to murder you and blah, 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 blah. And he just, like, Natsume's like, whatever, I'm sort of leaving. <laughs> and with a face full of cat butthole, I think it's time to go to the break card. <gasps> we don't do those. <laughs> I was like... I didn't think we did those to tune in. We don't. Hey, look, we're, we're, we're back already. <laughs> part two, ladies and gentlemen. Part two. <laughs> yes, part two. Uh, Natsume cuts up some watermelons for him and the cat to enjoy. <laughs> I love that his first thought is, this cat will enjoy watermelon. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Better feed it. I have never fed my cat watermelon. <laughs> I am tempted to see if they would eat it. Yeah, I bet your cats would. Oh, I'm sure they would. <laughs> anyway, Natsume keeps calling this yokai a cat, but the cat objects to being called a cat because it is not a cat. No, it is not. Uh, at least it says so, but then uh, Natsume pulls out a cat's tail plant to prove the fact that this cat is a cat. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you want to get it? You want to get it? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good bit. I like that bit. Yeah. Cat who's goes by the name of Nyak Nyanko Sensei. <laughs> Nyah, that's what Nya is Japanese onomatopoeia for a cat meowing. Yeah. Well that's what um well that's what Natsume calls them. Like like the cat says, Call me sensei and he so he's, oh, he starts like saying like oh Nyanko sensei. Like I think it's meant to be kinda like having yeah. fun at this cat. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're right. He's like, Call me your teacher. Okay, cat teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll start calling you teacher right meow. Oh, Jesus Christ. There you go. The cat, now dubbed Nyanko-sensei, says it will be Natsume's bodyguard. 
and we learn about the Book of Friends, which a which is a collection of yokai names. Yes. So this was I, I, it's really weird. I wasn't sure what was going on at first, and I'm, so I'm glad we got some explanation. Although I'm still kind of confused by the end of this episode about some things with this book. I have thoughts. Okay, I bet you do. Things you want to bring up right now? Since we're we, we can we can we'll hold or hold off yeah. till we. Okay, I think I know part of where you're going to go, and we can flow. Into, we can flow into. I have it. a guess as well, but we'll we'll see. It turns out that Reiko would go around dueling with yokai. And if you win a duel with a yokai, uh, you can take its name. Uh, like, she writes it down the name in the book, which gives her power over the yokai. Yes. Well, it seems to straight up take their name. Not like, I wrote not even down your name. Like, you don't have a name anymore. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't, I don't, it's weird. Yeah. Well, as we know, as we all know, especially, uh, those of us who read the Dresden Files, names have power. Names yeah, that's kind of where I'm. Power. That's kind of where I'm going. Okay, no, that's fair. I'm uh, about a fourth of the way through book four right now. Ah, cool. Nice. Putting the the yokai's name in the book allows the person who has the book to have power over the yokai. We also learned that if any damage is done to the names in the book, it hurts the yokai. So the name is like it's like a direct link to uh, the yokai's yep, subject uh, sympathetic well-being. magic. Yeah, sympathetic magic. That whole part is just is is strange to me, but I, like Bill said, we'll we'll talk about it when we get uh, when we get further on and we see some sort of interaction with the book specifically. Indeed. So the reason uh, Natsume is being harassed is because these he's being chased by yokai who have had their names taken. Yeah, and they want them back, baby. <laughs> yeah, and this uh, this leads to um, a hectic scene in the house with the stepmother or adopted mother gone. Um, the yokai, they show up and they're just like, the book, give me the book. Breaking and entering. Yeah. yeah pretty, not subtle at all. Yeah. The second one we saw is disguised as a, a woman and they attack and Natsume is chased out of the house. And I love that the cat has to like, ends up following and it's like, um, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm running away. And he's like, why don't you just jump in this bush over here? So apparently... That's all you need to do to get away from yokai. I'm helping. <laughs> step to the side. Uh, you just got to find a convenient hiding spot that's usually just a step to the left or right of your current location. And that'll save so you from Don't run away like you're in Prometheus. Yes. Yes. Run to the side. Thankfully, Natsume has studied techniques on how not to be seen. Monty Python reference, people. <laughs> that's a Monty Python I reference. Did, I did not get that one. I'm sorry. Okay, that's I'll, I'll go sit here in my corner of shame. <laughs> good, good. Natsume and the cat are hiding. The cat said, says, why don't you give me that book, eh? Huh? And it transforms into its real form and pins Natsume to the ground. I believe uh, that the cat is actually a kitsune. That would make sense. That, yeah. That does make sense. A very powerful yokai to those out there who may not know. Yeah, that was I, I, that thought had crossed my mind watching this, that that might be what we have going on here. Yeah. Now, he's about to, uh, I assume, kill Natsume, but Natsume bonks him on the nose instead. <laughs> yes. Bad dog. So he has tremendous... Spiritual power 
to punch a spirit in the head. I mean, we get that scene later with the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> There's a similar sort of thing going on. Indeed. Apparently, yokai are not all that almighty. Like, Quite. mortals can, can deal deal good damage. Or maybe them. all mortals can't, and that's just hit their power. Oh, that's true. That's maybe uh-huh. why they're always, they're both, like, taken, like, they're always taken by surprise when they're able to, like, fight back. Right. Yeah. It depends on the kind of show you're, you're watching. Uh, another great one that covers this sort of stuff is Ushio and Tora. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. We should look into that. Some, sometime we should look into that. Well, I mean, it'd be interesting if we had a show that allowed us to watch the first episode of something, perhaps. Wasn't it? Then, like, Isn't it? <laughs> kind of get introduced to new anime. That's interesting. I know. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Natsume wants to be a good guy and return the yokai's names to them. I love that. I, I, have, I have questions, but I love that. I mean, that seems like maybe the safest. If you don't know how to use this thing, maybe genuinely make friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, just I mean, kind of help 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 them out so they don't want to kill you anymore. Right. He's basically returning important things to them that they had lost at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact uh, that they're things they would gladly kill him for doesn't really enter into it. No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, he's warned how dangerous it will be, and uh, Natsume promises to give the book to Nyanko, the kitsune, if he dies. And this spurns Nyanko to help him out. I, I guess that works. It's kind of that, that, yeah. that mutual promise of like, well, I mean, if things don't work out, I mean, then you can take it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'll be dead. What use will I have for it then? Huh? Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I won't need it. Which, at that point, I thought he was just going to kill him. Right. I why didn't he like like it's, it felt like they made a pact you know so it's like okay yeah exactly it was you didn't uh, phrase your pact well yeah I made I made a pact with a you know ancient being the being goes okay well I'll kill yeah. you and take it now you, you you promised you stick with me until I die and then it's yours oh okay and then kills his head off yeah <laughs> well I guess uh, this yokai is. Somewhat honorable, then. More honorable, absolutely. So how does this all shake down? Uh, Natsume gets chased by the Cyclops, and Nyanko runs into the other one, and the the other yokai, who is not the Cyclops, calls uh, Nyanko Madara. The one that looks like uh, Ballad Bird Lee, kind of. He does, you're right. That's a good, that's a good pull. The yokai who looks like Ballad Bird Lee from Gungrave. Wink, wink. <laughs> Go listen to those episodes, folks. They're a lot of fun. Season six. But this yokai is definitely barking up the wrong tree trying to defeat Madara, who handily defeats the yokai and the other yokai instead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no contest. But lets him go. Yeah, does let him go. And yes. while, this is, while this is going on, we're seeing Natsume, who is having mental flashbacks, at least. To instructions on how to return the names to the yokai. Yeah, this is a wild process. Yeah. The steps are in order to visualize the yokai form. Mm-hmm. Got oh, it. Step oh, one. Done. Oh, I'm doing it. Open the book. Okay, got it open. Concentrate really hard. Oh, and, I can't do that one, but I'll try. <laughs> and say, that which shields me, reveal thy name. And the book will open to the correct name of the yokai you're visualizing. Yep, that's step one. <laughs> <laughs> then, step two is like getting a mouthful of words, yeah. mouthful of names. 
then you're go- you're going to need you really need the saliva and breath of Reiko, but she's not alive. But you're a direct descendant, so your saliva and breath should work out just fine. Yep, so it's good enough. You tear out the page, you jam it in your mouth. You don't really jam it; you fold it in half. Then you put yes. it in your mouth. Then you clap your hands together, concentrate once again, and blow. Not blow, blow. No, not that blow either. I'm sorry. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, I'm all about Robin Hood men in tights now. <laughs> My apologies. Tight tights. And we get a another flashback of Grandmother Rico's first encounter with the Cyclops yokai. Okay, so short version of this. Grandma's kind of a jerk. Kinda. Yeah, kind of. She 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 snatches an offering right from a shrine. I know. And this yokai's like, hey, I'm really hungry. Like, why yeah. did you take my donut? He's like, you know, if you really wanted a good one, you'd go to this other place that I know. Yeah. And I'll take you there and buy you a donut if you can beat me. Yeah. And then yeah. the yokai's like, okay. And then she just baps him over the head or her over the head with like a club. Yep. Her baseball bat. And yep. she wins. Woo! Easy so She's like, guess what? You're my slave now. <laughs> Not so great. Or, or servant, I suppose they use the yeah. terminology. Servant yeah. is what she says. Reiko promises then that she will return to give the yokai back its name at some point. But she never does. Yeah, we get a scene where I assume the yokai is way... So I don't know what's happened here. Is it... She never went back to see this yokai, or did she, like, get old and die, and like, she's waiting around for her to come back and visit, and, like, she can't because she's dead? That is the way I took it. I mean, she could have died relatively young, too. That's fair. Yeah. She could have just popped out some progeny and then popped out of her mortal coil. I mean, that could have been how she popped out of the mortal coil. Oh, yeah. also I mean, this that. Is, this is an anime. Also that. Yes, this is true. This is true. Maybe she got crushed under a house from uh <laughs> from from a yokai attack. Yeah. Or uh, she it's, just that's died it's, in childbirth. It's, what I mean. I mean that yeah, I know I know it's what you meant. Yeah, so I was the, calling back to AOT. Oh. <laughs> the the yokai is obviously waiting for a long time and I, I admit I was getting I was getting kinda sad watching this stuff. Yeah, it was a little sad. I, I feel like it was they could have done a little more to make it clear exactly what was going on, but I thought it was still pretty effective. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Natsume calls the yokai by its name, which is Hishigaki. And, like, ink comes flying off the page. And goes into uh, Hishigaki, and then they disappear into light. Yeah, wh- why? Did, they, did, she, did, he, did he just kill this thing, or, like, set it free, or, like... I think he literally gave it its name back. So then it's just like... I'm going to vaporize now. Yeah. What does that mean, though, Bill? I can leave without worrying about, like, like, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. Could just be that uh, they're un- that was their unfinished uh, business, if they're going by sort of a more uh, Western idea of why ghosts and such hang around. I guess. I don't know. I was confused. It was yeah. weird. It'll probably take more more episodes to really get a handle on it. Yeah, hopefully. During this process, uh, Natsume assures... Hishigaki that Reiko was not alone. Natsume calls Hishigaki a kind-hearted friend, I think. Yeah. And that's when Hishigaki disappears. Yeah, kind of fades from existence. <laughs> gets 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 nega-dusted. Yeah. 
Who knows? Hopefully this is a good thing that we're seeing. The episode ends with Madara in cat form and Natsume going to eat yeast buns, <laughs> also known as manju. I think that was a callback to what the grandma had suggested, like the place to go eat. Yeah, what she offered. From. Yeah, yes. it was the same location. Yep. The cat orders for themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> They're, how are they going to hear the order? I thought only certain people could see the yokai, but okay. And if they do, it's like, oh my god, a talking cat! A talking cat? <laughs> there, there's a movie about that, so. I'm just thinking of that episode of Sailor Moon, where in season <laughs> one, when Luna was like, when they were they were trying to figure out who the moon princess was, and there was this princess from this, like, made-up country, and she had this, like, they thought that she could be it. So at the end of the episode, Luna's like, well, if I talk to her and she knows who I am, then maybe yeah. we'll figure out this princess. So she goes up and it's like, hello. And she's like, oh my God, talking cat, and freaks out. Yeah. She, Luna's, <laughs> Luna's just like, well, guess it's not her. <laughs> Win some, you lose some. <laughs> yep, very nice. Uh, so as uh, your first exposure to this uh, sort of thing, I I'm thinking, uh, what do you guys think of this episode? All right, so this is the part where we got to tell overall thoughts and whether we would continue watching this if given the chance um is this a yes or a no uh i'm curious what bill thinks i want to go with bill first you know it wasn't terrible i like the history or the the mythology aspect of it the uh it did seem on one hand like kind of a fucked up version of pokemon gotta befriend them all on the other hand this absolutely looked like somebody making deals with the fae oh yeah like tricky, tricksy spirits and dealing in names and uh, offered, you know, uh, baked goods and uh-huh. it definitely seemed something like that. One of the better ones we watched on here. Um, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say I would watch it, but if we're on a thumbs up, thumbs down scale for me, thumbs up. Cool. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, yeah, generally, I kind of agree. I, I'm curious to see where it goes. It's got some uh, Mushishi vibes to me. Like, you know, Very not quite much. as serious as yeah. Mushishi, but still in the same vein storytelling-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not as dark. I dig it. I think I'd like to see more of the cat character and just what are some of these other yokai. I think it's just an interesting way of like introducing us to some different types of spirits and I want to know what happens when all the names are out of the book and is the cat's name in the book? Probably somewhere. Mm-hmm. And will, will, will he release her, the, the, the cat spirit? I don't know. We'll find out. I would say, yes, I will con- probably continue actually legitimately going and watching this at some point in the future. I definitely will. As I've said before, I've heard about it for a long time, but I never actually sought it out until preparing for this recording. And I really enjoyed what I was seeing. Now I just got to decide when I would want to do it. Uh, yeah, so that is Natsume's Book of Friends. Definitely not what I expected not, going in. Natsume's but... Perspective Book of Friends. Yes. Unless we're referring to Reiko, in which case... No, I think they were Reiko's enemies, pretty much. You're going to be my friend! <laughs> it's kind of like... It's weird. It, I. It's interesting to see that... My favorite thing, I think, is the dichotomy of like... He's like, oh, well, I'll just be kind to them and... Rachel's like, I'm going to hit you over the head, and I'm going to put your name in a book. And now I own you. <laughs> Although, like, if I was a game master running it with a fey character, and you guys made the deal, like, 
I'll give you this book, you know, if go with me and help me return these names. And if I die along the way, the book's yours. Like, that thing's going to try to kill you immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first, first moment it has a chance. Yeah. I don't know. It had it had major fey vibes to me. No, I get that. I'm going to assume it, that you also just got to throw in some of that uh, Jap- Japanese honor system in there as well, even yeah. for yokai. I suppose that's probably true. That is it for episode five of uh, of tuning in. Next time is my pick for episode six. And uh, I thought about going to the well with something new like I did last time with After School Dice Club. But this time I'm going to pick something that I have seen. Not the whole series of, but I've seen some episodes of. And I very much enjoy it. Uh, we are going to watch the very first episode. I'm so excited to talk about it. Of Sergeant Frog. Ghetto, oh, ghetto. Okay. Ghetto, ghetto. Ghetto, ghetto. Ghetto, ghetto. Love me some Sergeant Frog. I cannot wait to talk about that. I'll give you a little bit of a reprieve this this time around, Bill. This one will have more yeah. cell vibes than whatever the hell Dice Club was. I've, I've heard of this one at least, and I know you're not picking it just to torture me because it's something you're already a fan of. So, all right. Awesome. So we we will do that next time. Um, but until then. Uh, all right, but uh, we'll have to go Dutch because I'm a little short on cash this week. <laughs> we'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. This has been tuning in a sub series of the Tuning Japanese podcast, where three dudes talk about anime. I have been, and will hopefully continue to be, Matthew, and my name is Andy, and I'm Bill, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Ah, you changed it up on us. Thank you so much for listening to Tuning In. This bonus series is made for our amazing patrons. Special thanks to Brian Nash, Matthew Van Diver, Dan Park, and Andrew Caswell. Get access to all future Tuning In episodes at patreon.com slash Tuning Japanese. The song Neon Laser Horizon is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, used under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. どうじ<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑>